0: Hey dudes and dudettes, what is going on? Welcome to episode number 18 of the La Preston Guest Podcast. My guest today is Josh House. Josh comes on the podcast to discuss college football, NIL, traveling, and parenthood. Thank you so much for everyone who listens and supports the La and Guest Podcast. I could not do this without my loyal audience, friends, and family. And as always, a special thank you to the brave men and women of our United States military. Without your bravery, I would not be able to do what I love doing. I am forever in your debt. Welcome back, dude, and thank you for being my first return guest. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I had fun the first time. Yeah, it's great, and um, just glad to keep it going and keep it rolling, man. I um, don't like the hostile shirt you're wearing We can and the hat. We can get into that. But they are starting to cook this year, and I listened to our last episode, and it was in 2020 when we recorded and we thought Hyple might have been a stopgap coach, kind of a filler. What are What are you thinking now? Because my thoughts have changed.
1: So definitely, uh, offense is headed in the right direction. Um, he did pretty good in the recruiting in the offseason. Got the fastest offense in the uh, in uh, college football right now. So that, that's pretty cool. It's fun to watch, man. Big plays, running game. It eh, could be a little better, but Hinton Hooker looks good out there. Yes. And Joe Milton the third man. I think we got one of the best backups in the league right now because he's been coming in and just. Chucking the ball, man. I think he had a 57 yarder and a 38 yarder uh last week. So yeah, it's looking good, man.
0: So as far as him being a backup, do you worry that you may lose him to the transfer portal? I'm not sure where Hennon and Hooker and him are at in terms of their school and eligibility. I
1: think Joe Milton is a senior. I think he might have one more year of eligibility, but I think he kind of knew that going into the season that, you know, I'm probably gonna be this guy's backup. I mean Hendon Hooker had a hell of a year last year. So yeah. I think he's content where he's at and I mean I know they're like best friends, they're roommates. So um I don't know. I don't I don't see him going anywhere and I just know that like it's a good feeling that, you know, God forbid something did happen to Hendon that I think he can step up and be the guy. So
0: is this the most competent you've been in a coach since Philip Fulmore? uh ledger (laughs) bowls.
1: well i'm a tennessee fan nick so i they just gave him a contract extension so i mean i i thought about this when we had butch you know i had shades of this uh with jeremy pruitt so i i don't want to get overconfident yet we'll see after this weekend we got florida this weekend so first time college game days come into um knoxville i think since 2016 but am i optimistic now yes i am but we got a tough schedule man i mean we're getting ready to go into the
0: bear of the schedule now so we are too, but Georgia is, but it's only tough compared to the rest of the schedule. It doesn't look like Auburn's there this year, no. especially after my Nittany Lions just came down to the Plains and just whipped them across yeah. the field. Um, Missouri, I don't think will be anything. You're really just worried about Tennessee, which is at home for us. So that's a big thing, especially yeah. with how your offense is cooking oh, yeah. this year i'd be very worried about it if it's in rocky top
1: yeah and i mean to me i I hate to admit this but it looks like all other teams and i just kind of have georgia like a step above everybody man i mean have uh what we got one touchdown scored against you with what the the four string in there maybe Mm -hmm. i think i saw the uh cowboy in there at one point but they eventually south carolina eventually got to the end zone but man uh Stetson Bennett doesn't get enough credit. I mean, he uh, he's lighting he's the scoreboards up right now. And I know they, I mean, they played Oregon. So, I mean, Oregon was ranked 11 when they came in. So, I mean, I was shocked what they did to him. I mean, absolutely shocked. I know it's the SEC, but I mean, again, I hate to admit it, but Georgia looks pretty stout right now.
0: Yeah, but Oregon is no slouch. No. They got boys in the trenches that can compete with oh, most yeah. schools. And you had Dan Lanning, our OC from last yep. year, who presided over it's opinion-based, of course, but maybe the best college defense of all time. And you think if anybody's going to at least bottle up that offense a little bit, it would be him? Yeah. And they got shredded. It,
1: it, was, it was crazy. I mean, the, ga- the game was over in the first half. I was just like, I mean, it was Bo, Bo Nix is their quarterback, right? Yeah. I mean, he looked, he looked like a rookie out there, honestly. He made a lot of mistakes, man. I just... Again, man, I mean, he 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 did. He just reloaded, you know. I mean, th- these recruits, I mean, it, it matters. I mean, you've seen how mm-hmm. Nick Saban's done it for the last I don't know how many years. You're seeing the same thing in Georgia. So, I mean, you're definitely seeing a paradigm shift there, but
0: it's, we'll see. It's a talent acquisition business. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how NIL changes the landscape because there's some schools that you wouldn't necessarily think about being historic or traditional or lately power players that have a good bit of money they're willing to put behind it. Louisville's one. They're starting to sign a class, but if they keep racking up these L's, you wonder if they're going to be able to hold it together.
1: Yeah, I read an article on LSU. They had one of the number one uh, running backs uh, coming in to visit, and he canceled his visit after that Appalachian State debacle. I mean, that was... That was crazy. <laughs> there has yeah. been there has been some upsets this year, and I was just like, "Whoa!" So yeah, he he canceled his whole visit. You know, they 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 they've been bouncing back the last couple of weeks. So I do worry about that game. It isn't Death Valley for Tennessee, but another team is a uh, Kentucky man. Yeah. Even though we really own that rivalry, they look dangerous, man. They went into the swamp, handled uh, Florida, even though Florida's kind of been back and forth. But it's it's still a tough game, man. You're in the swamp. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's another one. I think they're ranked number eight right now. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who's going to come out number two. I'm pretty sure Georgia's coming out number one in the East, but, you know, either Tennessee or Kentucky being number two, again, we usually own that robbery, but they look good. They mm-hmm. look good this year.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing. If Kentucky strings together a few more wins and one of them happens to be against a quality opponent, Georgia is traveling to Kentucky this year. Oh, yeah. And They do night games in Lexington in October because they run those horse races at Steeplechase. Oh, cool. Yeah. During the day, so they want to give fans an opportunity to hit the races during the day and then hit the game at night. So any home Kentucky football game during the month of October is a night game.
1: Jeez. Or that's a beautiful place too,
0: man. I went for my birthday last year. Did you really? Yeah. And
1: it was It's on the water, right? Yes. It's one of those stadiums that's on the water. Okay. Yeah, and Tennessee's is fairly closer, if not Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, 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 you can come in by land or boat. Yeah, you got to do you the guys see sail-gating? Out there. Uh I I wish I wish I had a boat, Nick, but I, I watch it, so I'm i right yeah.
0: there watching yeah. it all, you but no, it is it, a beautiful scene. I can take my kayak out there.
1: They actually just remodeled <laughs> 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 They just remodel Neeland. So it's pretty cool. They got a party deck and everything, man. I think the capacity went down a little bit, but it's still over 100. Really? 100, 000, I think yeah. It's pretty hmm. cool though. That's they got they got the big uh, screen up there now. They put the the balls uh, symbol back up there. So it looks pretty good, man. It looks pretty. good. It was much needed. I went there a few years ago and I was like, okay, we need a we need a little upgrade
0: here. Yeah, so. I I told you, and I think this was just because of how raucous the uh, environment was. But when I was there for my 21st birthday and got to watch my bulldogs just get slaughtered, sorry Nick, I <laughs> it was so. So tough.
1: I'm pretty sure you were texting me during that and game. And it wasn't so. even
0: a good game, too. It was just <laughs> as soon as the opening whistle happened, it was pretty clear we weren't going to be keeping off yeah. that game. Oh, yeah. But I was texting you. It felt like the stadium was going to fall out from under me. I didn't know whether it was because it was so raucous environment, um, just not strategically sound in the engineering. Probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of both.
1: Yeah, we were in there in 2016 for actually the Florida Florida game. So we hadn't beat Florida, and I think it was nine or ten years. And uh, they came up on us. They came out uh, 21 to nothing, I think, in the first half. And then we came back and ended up winning that game. I mean, uh, my wife thought like this thing feels like it's gonna fall apart. I mean, we're shaking. I could feel it in your core. So I do think a lot of it is the noise. But yeah, definitely was time for an upgrade. So I'm excited to see that. I'm gonna try to go out to a game this year, maybe next year. So
0: yeah. Yeah, when you go to games, do you kind of want to go to one that is feels pretty close to a certain win, or do you want to maybe bank on an SEC opponent coming to town that you could pull the upset for? So, so I like
1: to take my chances. I've had pretty good luck when I've been. They've definitely won more than they lost, so... I was taking a big chance for that Florida game because we paid for them. You know, people are gonna go. People are gonna go see Florida. This is when they had uh, uh Josh Dobbs and uh, uh, I think Jalen Hurd was there. So I mean, it was a good offensive team. We didn't really know, you know, how the defense was gonna look. But like I said, I mean, I took my chance for that. I, I paid pretty heavy for the tickets and it paid out. I don't really, I don't really, I want to be able to watch the whole game, man. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to see an Akron, 63 to six or whatever the, the score was. Mm-hmm. So maybe not a top tiered SEC opponent, but at least you know, mid level there. I, I'm not gonna make that. Tra- rival for a blowout I guess is what I'm saying okay. you know I want it yeah. to be a competitive game because you know how those games go the energy is good at the beginning but then you're up 40 points on somebody it kind of dies in there people start leaving so I I, I want to be there for the long haul and I don't want to see our starters pulled either I want to see a full game full experience man yeah
0: so that, that, that's more me I'll, I'll take my chances interesting yeah never really thought about or considered that yeah so that that's pretty cool. Again, not sure if I would want to buy tickets to
1: a Georgia game yet, yeah. but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I would definitely go to like Kentucky. Like I said, I would love to be at this Florida game this weekend because like I said, college game days coming in. Unfortunately, I got to work, but
0: I'll be tuning in definitely. And then the flip side of that is if you go against one of those gimme games and you lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine being a Notre Dame fan this year. Sorry, Andrew Grant. Imagine being a Notre Dame fan this year, and you save up to go to the Marshall Notre Dame game, yeah. which you think is going to be a cupcake and gimme.
1: We are Marshall, man.
0: Yeah? <laughs> that, was, that was another crazy one, man. I was like, whoa. Did you know some of We Are Marshall was filmed at Sprayberry? I did not. I did not. Yeah, so I heard this story growing up in my youth group. One of the kids who was a senior was one of the extras in the film, and apparently, Matthew McConaughey showed up to his graduation party and just thanked him and some oh, of the wow. other kids who were extras. Wow, that's awesome! I don't know whether that's urban legend or actually, I do know true. some
1: of Remember the Titans was filmed there.
0: Yeah, actually, when I went to Sprayberry,
1: yeah, actually, when I went to Sprayberry, the champion wasn't there, but I wish I would have been.
0: Great and movie. <laughs> it's it was unfortunate because when I was at Sprayberry. The best football I got to see played at Sprayberry was remember the Titans we own our We were not putting I a good product no, on the field. No,
1: no. I still don't think we are, but no, we'll see. My son goes there now. I haven't heard too many good things, but I think they're better than when I went
0: there. They've turned a few guys pro. I know Jarek McKinnon is yep. with the Chiefs, and he's pro. Um, the Eagles just signed a 49ers running back that got cut. Trey Sermon, I think he's a Sprayberry okay. guy. Okay,
1: And there might have cool.
0: been one or two others. So Okay. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It's... It's pretty cool. We had, by our standards, a good senior year is about all we could hope to accomplish. We won the first game, our homecoming game, and our last game. So it was cool to do that. But At least you won the homecoming game. That's a, that's always good. Yes. So my freshman year, we won the second game of our season, varsity year, and we didn't end up winning another game till the oh. second to last game my junior year. Whew. Think about that's that. That's
1: the sprayberry I know, Nick. So. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yep. I think at one point in time it was a state record for most consecutive losses in that class or division. Yeah, got to love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got to love You're it. You're
1: still loyal though. I love it, man. You I have love to. it,
0: man. You have to. And <laughs> God, God, yeah, these colors don't run. You know, I can't stand Fairweather fans. Yeah, I mean, I'm still wearing a Tennessee shirt, so yeah. you know you know, we've been through some pain. Yeah, I hate when people just jump on it. The only team I really jumped on, and it was so young when I first moved down here, was UGA, but that was when I was eight years old. Oh, yeah. So it's been going on for 20-some years now, and through the good and the bad. And now,
1: were they considered elite when you were eight years old,
0: or? Um... <sighs> They were they were probably considered one of the top teams yeah. but I just didn't have an understanding at that time. Oh yeah. The reason I latched on to Duke as a basketball team was just because of that beautiful blue. Oh yeah. Oh, blue yeah. is my favorite color. Yeah, yeah. And and then you're watching boys like JJ Redick, you know, um and some of that squad.
1: Oh, absolutely. Actually, I the, the reason I became a Duke fan was, you know, my 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 father was a huge UNC fan. So, you know, me being the a hole that I am, I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me let me be the enemy here, man. And I started watching it, you know, fall in love with the culture, Coach K, just some of the stuff they were putting on the field. He, he didn't always, I'm not on the field, but on the court. He didn't always have the best players. He, uh, you know, but he built teams over time. And I liked that, man. Mm -hmm. You, you could tell the coaching now with one and done's. He's had a, he had to completely change that, you know, and did a great job with it. But I think he always liked that old school. He's more of like, I want to develop a team, you know, of Mm -hmm. of, of brothers, you know, he he always treated his players like family. So it was cool to watch him go through that. It took a little time to, you know, catch up with the, with the time with being the one and done's, but. I mean, it was just pretty cool to see him transition to like that. You know, 42 years of good basketball for, you know.
0: I'm interested good. to see how NIL impacts yeah. college basketball. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Because there were some squads where, obviously, with the NBA, you could just do one and done. And yeah. at a certain point, you could just go straight from high school. But, man, if these players start getting incentive to stick around and you have more guys going into their second, third, even senior years. Oh, yeah. My God, think about some of the dynasties that could get created at the collegiate basketball level.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think about that all the time. I hate to see them go, man. We've seen some really good, you know, and they ended up being first round draft picks. But it's just like, man, could you just, you know, if you could just retain a couple of these guys and, you know, bring in this new regime, it, you know, it would make all the difference. But you're right. I think I think it is going to change the landscape a little bit. So
0: we'll see. Yeah, especially for college basketball. Yeah. I would love to. I've always thought. One, they should be playing the paying the players, but I also thought they should have done something financially incentive based or just big time incentive based to get them to graduation.
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely, because most of these guys never go back. Um, so I mean, yeah, no, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, that that would be uh, wicked. What's uh, what's it like being a Falcons fan right oh, now? Oh
1: my gosh. So I mean. Definitely playing better than I thought they would I actually went to the opening game and we were up, you know, 16 points, I believe halfway through the third quarter, you know, and pulled another super bowl. So, I mean, that was rough. I mean, we we're getting ready to leave the game and I just, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I mean, you had a chippy defense out there causing turnovers, you know, given Jameis Winston, hell, you know, that, that whole offense. And then all of a sudden you get up by the, Marcus Mariota has that fumble in the red zone. And then it's all downhill after that. like, What's going on here? You're playing back. You're giving them the middle of the field the whole time. You, I mean, I just don't understand. Keep the pressure on them. Keep that. Pr- I, I, you saw the same thing in the Super Bowl. Why do we go to conservative? And then the same thing last weekend. We're actually on the other side. We're getting crushed the whole game. And then we have a chance to win at the end. You know? Um, we, got, we I think they, um, they had the muff punt maybe. And I know we got a turnover. Cooper Cup dropped the ball, and it's just like. And he threw that last pick. So, I mean, two close games, but it doesn't matter. We're 0-2, so same thing. I mean, I just I didn't have a lot of optimism for the season. I mean, we don't really have that franchise quarterback, but at the same token, definitely better than I thought they were going to be. But, man, I'll tell you, these Buffalo Bills, man, they (laughs) they look look ridiculous, man. I mean, they punted the ball one time, and it was a muff punt. So they got that ball right back, man, one time in the two games. I mean, Josh Allen... He's a stud, man. I mean, that's the future.
0: I was watching the first hour or so of the game until the Eagles game obviously came on. And Tennessee was hanging in there for a second. And then as soon as the Eagles game turned on, that's when it felt the floodgates just opened up for Tennessee. Yeah. Next thing I know, it's, what's the final score? 41-7 to or something? (laughs) It was
1: rough. Uh, Yeah, same thing with you. I was watching the uh, Philadelphia game, and I'm looking at the ticker up there. I'm looking at the score. You know, it's okay, okay. Then they score another one. And then, uh, you know, two minutes later, they score another one. I'm like, what's going on here? I mean, defense was scoring the ball, special teams. I mean, it was was crazy. Yes. It was
0: rough. It was great. And one of the things I read about today, they did a coach's poll of who's trending up and who's trending down in the NFL, and it could be. Any type of coaching position, coordinator, head coach, and they said the Vikings, the coordinator, was trending down. And they said, "How are you just going to keep watching Jalen Hurts just carve you up with these short passes oh, yeah. over the middle and not make any adjustments?" Oh yeah. I mean, he 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 looked amazing. I, I he
1: started ten for ten. I mean, running all over him, throwing. I mean, they 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 look great too. That definitely looked like the best team in the NFC East to me. Um. And the Giants 2 0. No, that's that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. So definitely some cool stuff going on in the NFL. De- definitely feels a little different than last year. Um, you know, your are defending champions of they got, you know, their butt whipped the first game and had a lot of trouble with the Falcons coming in. So I, you know, I don't they're definitely not where they were, but yeah, Bills, man, Eagles look awesome. I mean, there's some good teams out there.
0: Yeah, the NFC is going to be wide open because it felt like most of the power players shifted to the West. Yes. And not the West, the AFC. Yeah, but AFC West specifically. Oh yeah, that division is loaded. Oh yeah, I mean, I even recognize
1: teams right now. I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, I don't, I don't keep up with as much as I, you know, I got little kids. But what I've seen, man, I'm like, oh, I didn't know he played for them. I didn't know he played for them. I mean, there, there was definitely a lot of trades going on. But you know, de- definitely some good football. They had what, three or four just huge comebacks on Sunday. I mean, it was crazy. Cardinals. Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they looked like they were going to get laughed out of there, man. And they came back. I mean, that was nuts. So, I mean, he, uh, I think Kyler Murray at one point covered 85 yards of distance to go for a, a, what was it? A two-yard game. Yeah, man. I was like, oh my God. I mean, it's amazing. These athletes. I mean, you only had Vic back in the day. Now I I see like four Vicks in the league right now. I mean, it's, it's absolutely nuts, man.
0: I was talking to a buddy at work. And he said, we were talking about Arthur Blank. And I think as an owner, you need to be patient. I think owners are too quick to get coaches out before they're actually given a chance. Yes. I think sometimes Arthur Blank can be patient to a fault. And my buddy said, the reason was when Vic broke his leg and Dan Reeves was coach, he fired him when they weren't doing so well. And then it felt like, I don't know if this is an apples to apples comparison, but when Tennessee got rid of Philip Fulmer and they saw yeah. how good, basically they saw how hard it was to find a good head coach. Absolutely. And he was maybe a little too trigger happy to get rid of him. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta just wade through some of the storms sometimes.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't be on top every year. The man brought you a national championship, plenty of sec championships. Look what's happened since, you know, we can't retain him. I mean, We've been some, we've been through some coaches, Nick. So I mean, I'm I'm hoping you know we can retain this one. We're going in the right direction. Like I said, we just gave him a contract extension. Hopefully, it all works out. I was curious to whether that kind of offense was going to really work in the SEC. Mm-hmm. D- different level of talent, speed, recruiting. And again, I'm, li- I'm liking it so far, yeah. but w- I, I, I guess I need to see more from the defense before I can really buy in there.
0: You also need to be very honest in college football in particular, where you're at as a program and what you can actually accomplish. Yes. The NFL, just from a talent standpoint, the salary cap and the fact that there's only 32 teams, it's not inconceivable and you see it happen all the time. These teams go from worst to first. Oh yeah, because there are parameters set in place to level the playing field. Absolutely. When you when you've got to recruit against Kirby and Saban, you're kind of hoping you can make gourmet food out of scraps.
1: <laughs> and they're you know, we're all in the same general area too. I mean, we're all, they're all going after the same mm-hmm. state, so you know, you're seeing a lot of these, you know, hopefuls coming out for these big games. Like we got a, we got a lot of you know potential recruits coming out to this game this weekend so mm-hmm. you know we need the energy to be big you know at least show up to this game hopefully we win it. i'm, I'm again i'm pretty optimistic but it is florida it's kind of like kentucky you know no matter how good they are tennessee usually gets up over them, man but you know hopefully we got that out of our head and i, I definitely think we can i thought we were going to beat them last year to be honest mm-hmm. with you and they kind of laughed us out of there you know after that first half so yeah. we'll
0: see we'll see mark stoops has one of the best contracts in all of sports i think if he gets six or seven wins a year it triggers an automatic $2 million bonus. Oh wow. And they let the bowl game be included into that total. And then it's He's even it. it's even higher. It's it triggers a bonus and I think an extension as well. Really? Yes, okay. and I think it gets even better if he gets to 10 wins. Dang. You know, but I think that's a program that's fairly realistic with where they are and Absolutely. Who knows? Maybe with this NIL Kentucky has a Lexington was just a fun city. It was so cool. It felt like a hybrid of so many different things. It felt like it had the busyness of New York city, but the size of a small college town. Yeah.
1: I've heard it's beautiful. My, my brother-in-law is actually from that area and he, he loves the Kentucky Tennessee game. He's yeah. a Tennessee fan, but he just, he loves going up there for him. He's like, it's incredible. He's like, if you like
0: kneeling, you would love it up there. Yeah. Is that um Zach? Or, Ryan uh, Caleb?
1: Brian, my, uh, yeah. my, 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 sister's. Husband. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, he's from that area, and he's like, man, you need to go up to a game with me. I was like, I absolutely will. You know, you pay for the tickets, but yeah, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely go. Travel, for, lodging, I'll food. Get the, I'll get the first round, you know, yeah. <laughs> Just,
0: I'll need the borrow money for, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was beautiful. Yeah. That's one thing I would love to suggest to you is try and go up for the horse races and a night game because it was so fun. So you did both. No, because Kentucky was in Athens that weekend, but they had the game on, and a lot of people were watching. And the only thing I had on, you get, you can get fairly dressed up for that. It's not like the Kentucky Derby where almost anyone, everyone is. Yeah, but you'll see people in suits. I think I just wore some nice khakis and a sweat, um, like one of those not sweater vests, but like quarter zips. Okay. And ended up running into a guy we were watching the game. And I had nothing on Georgia gear except for my belt. And Kentucky made a nice play. And he's like, What'd you think of that? And I just lift up my shirt and uh, showed him the belt. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, I respect man. it. I respect it. <laughs> what do you think about the score? How about we talk about that? Let's dissect that. Oh, man. Yeah. But it was cool. I almost won $400 on the last race. Did you really? Yeah. Nice. I just, I had about 20 or $30 left to bet. And what I did was. I think put a five dollar wager on the top three best odds and the top three worst odds okay. to hopefully win. And the worst odds horse the last quarter mile was in the lead and then no. and then got pulled. I could feel four hundred dollars lining he my gas out, out. No. I could feel the streets of No you horse go. No. I could feel the streets of <laughs> Lexington getting ready to be taken over. You would have had a fun night that night. Oh, I was going to start buying uh, Kentucky jerseys and burning them in front of them.
1: <laughs> Especially the guy
0: with the belt buckle comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was target number one. Find him. Find him. Search him out. Yeah, that's but awesome. I uh, told my family uh, uh, after Monday night, they've been asking me what I want for my birthday in a month. And after Monday night, I said, go ahead and get me a black Jalen Hurts jersey.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, li- I like it for you, man. I mean... I mean, I, I liked him in college. You know, he, he 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 was graceful when, you know, he exited that game. And, you know, Toya, I'm not going to try the last name, you know, came in and lit it up. But then the same thing, you know, he got he went down. I can't remember what game it was. They answered him. He won the game for him, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, class act, Uh, you know, kept his nose clean since he's been there. I mean, I like it, man. I mean, he, he looks good out there. I'm that, not going
0: to lie. That's the thing. And it's still only two games into what's essentially his second season. Yeah. He got a few games in that first season. Oh, yeah. But it's only two games into his second season, so the jury is still out.
1: Didn't they win seven of their last ten games once uh, the the new coordinator or whoever started yeah. playing calls yeah. uh, took over or whatever that
0: was? So, I mean, even even the second half of last year. They made it into the playoffs, did they not? Yeah. The wild the, card? The problem was, last year, we only beat one team with a winning record, and that okay. was the Saints. Okay. So, we, we deserved to get in the playoffs, but it wasn't a surprise that we got bounced in the first round. Yeah, yeah. We were... We played to our level of competition. We beat the teams who were supposed to, and then the elite team showed us that we still had a ways to go. Yeah. No. And then
1: How- turns your head in the right direction, man. Yeah, That's all you can hope for.
0: Howie Roseman with again just another shrewd offseason, getting AJ Brown, adding another first-round pick. We have two first-round picks next year. Really? Yes. <sighs> nice, man. Yeah. We have two. I don't like him drafting wide receivers. I hate him drafting. For whatever reason, our scouting department and him just do not evaluate them well. But we trade and acquire in free agency receivers very well. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I again, I, I definitely like what I
0: saw. I was like, wow, this is a, a
1: good-looking Eagles team right here.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it's the NFL. The Panthers started out 3-0 last year.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you absolutely. Know. It's all about matchups, too, so you got to keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. And then, oh, my God, what about Matt Ryan? Did, did the Falcons end up maybe lucking out by... Parting ways with him? I'm
1: embarrassed. I don't even know what's happening with him. Not looking good? Holy hell.
0: <laughs> Holy moly. Not good at all? I No, it's, I, they got shut out by Jacksonville last week. Oh. Yeah, they got shut out. It was a bad look. And
1: I guess why I didn't see highlights on the game. It was Jacksonville and, and the Colts. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Granted, they're star wide receivers out, but you've got arguably the best running back in football in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Feed him, feed him. So, and I think the Jags are going to be a scrappy team this year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Trevor Lawrence at
1: yeah. the helm. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Yeah, they've actually got a decent coach with a debacle that was with Urban Meyer.
1: <laughs> Where's he at now? On um the couch? he's
0: back on CBS or Fox's uh, game. You, they on... took him back. Okay, yeah.
1: okay. Mm, yeah. He's staying out of the bars for the most part, or maybe, maybe. Okay. okay.
0: okay. Maybe, maybe.
1: Not, not that my feelings are hurt about that at all. He hasn't He hasn't coached for some of my favorite teams out there. So. He
0: just seems like a scumbag of yeah. a person. Oh,
1: yeah. And and it, if you didn't know that before,
0: it, it kind of came out this year, last year. It's funny. When you see public figures and you see them do interviews and get to watch them over the years, you feel like you can kind of get a good pulse on people. Yeah. And if they're actually just pieces of dirt, good people, they, they seem pretty true to themselves at yeah. all point in time and i think a lot of people had hesitations about how his style of leadership would translate to the nfl and it's not like college kids where you get to hold this carrot over them and oh yeah like you're going to be doing the same college tactics to grown men who are making millions upon millions of dollars
1: yeah, no, it it definitely didn't translate, man. He, ne- he I never felt like he had control of that team or had their respect or anything. I mean, every week something was coming out either about the team or about what he was doing in his personal life and it's just like, man, how's this guy still have a job? You're yeah. not they're not winning on the field, so mm-hmm. no. Couldn't yeah. ha- couldn't have happened to a nicer first yeah, of so. them. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. And then they got a Super Bowl winning head coach in there yeah. who's going to come back into town, going to come back home in a few weeks to face Philadelphia. uh oh Nice. Well, we get We're going to Washington this week to face Carson.
1: Oh, Carson. Yeah.
0: How how are they looking?
1: Are Uh, they they one one
0: and one? One and one. Okay. One and one. And they lost to Detroit last week, who I think is going to be a scrappy team that competes for a playoff. Part of that is because, again, the NFC is just so down.
1: Who's over there? Jared Goff at the helm?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's looking pretty good? Yeah. The Lions have put up, I believe, 30 plus points in each of their first two games.
1: Okay. Nice.
0: Yeah. So, and their first game, they lost to what's most likely going to be eventual Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. So, can't I'll, blame. I'll be
1: rooting for you, man. I, I know the Falcons ain't going to be there for a while, so definitely.
0: I was texting my cousins last night, and I told them, again, only game two, so I'm trying to keep the expectations managed. But I was like, I'm, I'm going to start tucking away some money just in case there's a playoff ticket that needs to be purchased. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's one of those... Again, playoff, I would kind of going back to what we were talking about with college. Playoff, you just have to go. Oh yeah. You have to oh, believe yeah. that your team. In most scenarios, maybe if they're a wild card team, you know, or just a weak division winner that's going against, you know, a wild card that happened to be second fiddle in the division but was yeah. much better. Like the Chiefs, I think, were a wild card last year or the Raiders, you know. If the Chiefs were a wild card, I don't know if I'm like the Titans go into that game because it still feels like it's going to be a loss. Oh yeah, no absolutely. You know, and that's um no Eagles were wild card last year. If we had won the division at the same record, I don't know if I would have gone to that playoff game even if I had the opportunity. Yeah, last last
1: NFL playoff I went to was obviously the Falcons and they were they were playing the 49ers. It was a while ago, but man, that Are was a. Are you talking good game.
0: about the NFC Championship? Yes, yes. Oh, I was, I was there. there too. You were there?
1: Okay, yeah. cool. I mean, the the, the
0: energy in there.
1: Because yeah. you know how Atlanta can be. You know, especially yeah. when certain teams come in. Like again, I went to the Saints game, the the opening game. That thing was half and half, man. I mean, you know, a lot a lot of migration over here. We get a. There's not a lot of loyalty, especially to the Falcons that I've seen mm-hmm. when I go to the games, and I usually go to the bigger games, you know, mm-hmm. New York things like that, where you're going to have a good following, but. Man, the energy in there for that NFC Championship was ridiculous. You know, we came up short again, but blew another 14 point lead in that game. Now that I think about it, one of the funner games I've ever been to. You know, even though I didn't like the result, but I I had never felt energy in in it like that before. You know, for the Falcons.
0: Yes. And I was talking with a coworker about this. I think part of the problem with Atlanta is, do you know anybody who's actually from Atlanta? Very few. Start the Jeopardy music. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I don't. I really don't. (laughs) It seems like... My wife. That's that's about it. Oh, I didn't know she was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It seems like everybody you meet, for the most part, is from a different part of the country. And they have allegiance and loyalty to that. Oh, yeah. And to your point, I think also the way they set up the PSL, the private seat license, my sister brings this up all the time. I think that backfired on them. Yeah. Because you have a bunch of businesses and corporations buy those up. And when you're not putting a good product on the field, why would you want to take a potential client or new hire to watch them get their brains kicked in? Oh, yeah. And so, the, as always, it seems like the true loyal fans are the ones who have to suffer. And it's a shame because it's a gorgeous stadium.
1: It really is. But you pay to get in there. Now, once you're in there, yeah, food prices are pretty good. Drink beer prices are pretty good. But that's all getting factored in when you buy that ticket, man. I Spent yeah. like $200 per ticket. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the Falcons here. I mean, should we really be uh, charging that premium price tag for this? But, mm-hmm. I mean, they are. It's not like I was, you know, sitting on the 50-yard line either. Mm-hmm. I was in the 200 club level, but we were like in the corner kind of there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it is a little crazy.
0: Yeah. Does Steve still get... Doesn't he have like a friend or connection that was getting him fairly good tickets? And yeah, absolutely. So, so Steve's brother actually has one of the, like the,
1: I guess it's kind of like the owner box or the suite or something. Yeah. Holds like 15 people, the nice leather chairs. It's, it's a hundred percent catered, full bar, mm. all that. I mean, I went to take a piss and they had a TV on the mayor in there. I was like, okay, I've made it, you know, even though I hadn't, I got invited. We're, but, here. I mean, We're here. yeah, you know, I'm going to act like it for the day. Like, We've so. arrived. It's pretty cool, man. He showed it showed up pretty in a suit. <laughs> and you just have this personal bartender. I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Wait, we don't have to pay for this? I'll tip you. But yeah, it was just drink after drink. It was pretty cool. God knows how much that is, but I'm sure I'm sure it's written off through his company because he owns a software company on Chastain Road. Oh, so yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it, it is sweet. I've been there twice, one preseason and then one regular game. So it was pretty nice. That's
0: another thing. They're not even cutting breaks on the preseason no, games. No. That's why the stadium looks like that when you tune in. There's yeah. nobody there. What are we doing? <laughs> 150 for a Falcons pre, for preseason football? Yeah. Every year I get fooled. I get so excited when the preseason gets back just because it lets you know football here's coming. Year. And then I watch a little bit of any preseason game and I'm like, oh. Back to back to baseball. It, it, yeah, it, it's free. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten so desperate that I'll watch baseball. I'm, yeah. Yeah. They, they uh, had
1: him in there for one snap. Like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. It's it's interesting, but. We'll see. I'm uh I'm excited for the football season. No, I'm I so on glad it's here.
1: I just yeah. love fall. So this is my, this yes. my season. This is my season. I, I love. Fall. Is that your favorite season? A hundred percent. I'm hot natured, man. I I still can't deal with these summers in Georgia. They are brutal. They are. They are. I mean, when you walk to the mailbox and it, I come back and I look like I ran a marathon, it's not a good thing. That's just humidity,
0: man. Not to mention how hot I am, but I mean, it, it, it's bad. It's so funny. My work has people come out from Arizona, where their temperatures during the summer. Are going to be 105, 110, yeah. 115, and they come over here to our 95, and they think it's going to be a nice 5, 10, 20 degree break, and they're like, "How is 95 here feeling hotter than a hundred? Why am I
1: soaking wet? Yeah, I mean, it, and it's I horrible. Tell them, That's the, the humidity
0: gives no fucks yeah. about you here. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And just we just had a recent stretch of nice what we thought was early fall weather, and then today and yesterday, it's, yeah
1: back to the 90s yeah i I think they said either today or tomorrow we're like one degree after off the record so i got i actually got married uh i think four years ago now and uh, we did it in september thinking you know hey this is the fall this is gonna feel good
0: your anniversary is coming up tomorrow yeah so yeah happy anniversary (laughs) to Josh and to amy and blaine i had to go to two weddings that was the other wedding I oh yeah yeah
1: yeah, so we're thinking it's going to be, oh, it's going to be cool out here. It was 94 degrees. We were all out there diet. I know you probably remember, man, mosquitoes everywhere. I was like, okay. I didn't plan that right. Maybe October next next time. So, yeah. I mean, it was raw. It was
0: raw. God, I I do need to talk to your mom about what I can do to slide into that house.
1: She's looking, man. She, I know. She just put it off her. But uh, once again, it didn't go through. I think you're going to start to see a pullback in the real estate market. Everything that I'm seeing right now. Isn't really pointing to good sides. But at the same time, you're gonna pay a lot of interest rates, man. I think the Fed's gonna raise the interest rates again today. So it's kinda of like a catch-22 there. You're gonna cheaper price on a house, but you're paying more over time. So
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I want to start looking into getting into home ownership. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like I should take a real estate course just so I can be more prepared. Because I I don't know how some of these relationships work in terms of like you said. Buying a lower cost house, but the interest is more. There are just so many things you have to be knowledgeable about. It
1: really is, and, and, and there's a lot of programs out there for first-time home buyers, things like that. But it's a rough market right now. I mean, mm-hmm. and especially over the summer. I mean, you couldn't. There was a house that would go on sale, and it would be gone tomorrow. I mean, and cash buyers going, you know, 10% up what they're asking for. I mean, I don't know what the way the economy is and inflation. How some of these people can afford it? I mean, I bought my house at the perfect time. I mean, it's almost doubled in value in the last five years. That's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
0: That's what I would love to do is get into a nice little suburb area where they've got a cool little downtown scene. They've oh, got yeah. good schools and just be there. Love Atlanta. Love it to death. Yeah. But as I get older, I realize population density is a big irritant for me.
1: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, it's hard to get anywhere. And and like you said, what we're seeing in like all these smaller suburb areas, I mean, look at downtown Kennesaw, look at downtown Woodstock, look mm-hmm. where I live, downtown Ackworth. You're getting open container laws, golf cart communities. They're putting up these cool pop-up bars, live music down in Logan Park, again, in downtown Ackworth. Mm -hmm. It's a cool scene. It kind of started with Woodstock, but you've seen Kennesaw and Ackworth adopt that. And even up in Cartersville, where my brother lives, you're starting to see the same thing. And I mean, this is walking distance from my house. I can have a good time just walking right down to Ackworth, man. It's pretty cool.
0: And again, well, I mean, I think two years ago, we did the battery for your birthday. So we got no problem going to Atlanta, but- when I was living in Atlanta and you're going out, if you don't have a, let's assume you do have a DD, even before you get into a bar to buy your first drink, it feels like you're out 20, 30 bucks just between cover Absolutely. and yeah, and all of that. yeah. And then you're waiting half an hour for your first drink and you have to buy two, not only just because of the long line, but because a sea of people you're about to traverse through, you're going to lose half a beer. Oh yeah. It's wild. And I think almost... At the same time, all these suburb scenes just revolted, and we're just like, we're, we're done with this. Yeah, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Marietta Square in the parking thing, lot, yeah. in the parking deck they have, if you leave your car overnight, it is a $7 ticket. Boom. Out that's the it. Door. Atlanta, it's like oh, 70
1: wow. $75. i am going there tonight then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Just, just, yeah, just to utilize I the I love party. that food park they have over there. I mean, that, that, that's cool. The little, the thing we went to on your birthday? Yeah, the food hall. Oh, man. that That is incredible. There's good
0: it. options in there i love it i want to experience more what i hated though was they had a little clothing shop in the back that had a bunch of local marietta vendors and it looked like that didn't make it through the pandemic okay but i will say it felt like the pandemic was what finally spurred the square to do open container yeah it is just so ridiculous why georgia and parts of georgia are so late to catch on to stuff that's going to bring them revenue. Like we just got fireworks legalized, what, a few years ago? <laughs> yeah. And
1: we were still shooting them. Yes. You, you saw how all these uh, surrounding states had them right on the border. Now they're all gone. If yeah. you go to the same fireworks places I was going to 15 years ago, In Valley, Alabama, on the line of Tennessee. They're all gone now because now we're legalizing Georgia. Those were set up for Georgia. We were doing it anyway. What's the big deal?
0: I never got stopped one time shooting off fireworks when they were legal. And I was just going to say it would be one thing if you're actually enforcing that law. Yes. But you're not. So why are you? I mean, one time a cop drove by and waved to us while we're shooting off fireworks. I was like, okay. Sunday sales. Yeah. Sunday sales. Yeah. You've got a law that in the grand scheme of things... If you're not going to enforce it, and even if you are, is that a best use of our resources where these cops are already limited yep. in resources? Fireworks?
1: For God's sakes, it's Sunday. We're watching football. We need beer, okay? Yeah. We need it,
0: all right? It's yeah. It's necessity. And it's, it's crazy that bars could still serve alcohol. You you could risk going to a bar yep. and getting drunk and, and yep. driving home, but you couldn't go to a grocery store. It's like we're set up, boat.
1: man, for Bailey, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yep. And again... Same it's a great thing. Point. You go to a grocery, store, and that's the thing. All the surrounding states that touch Georgia had those laws. Yep. So, and unless you're in the dead center of Georgia, it feels like you're a 45 minute to an hour drive away from a border where you can just go get it. Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: g- g- give it to Tennessee. Give it to Alabama. Yeah. Let's not let's not give it to Georgia.
0: We're not going to go around knocking door to door seeing if you're drinking on Sunday. Yeah. But we're going to let Tennessee, Alabama, the Carolinas, Florida get our revenue. Georgia leadership. Oh yeah. Georgia oh, yeah. leadership. It's God gotta love it.
1: We're always we're always behind the ball a little bit, so
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. But hopefully as people our age start getting into office and stuff like that. Yeah. Another thing is no matter where you stand on it, like the whole marijuana thing Bring it in. Why are you letting other states do, it. do that? Why are you letting other They're
1: gonna get it? People that do it are going to get it. Yeah, they're going to get it illegally and it's going to cause unnecessary crime and things like mm. that. Get it. Tax it. Get some revenue on it. We all we, we all know alcohol is a little more evil than that. So, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm I with you, man. I don't understand it.
0: That was one thing that was really confusing and it felt like they were talking out of both sides of the mouth is they were talking about, and I agree, how ridiculous it was with this whole Brittany Griner situation that's unfolding in Russia. And yeah. It's fucking awful. If you're going to potentially trade a war criminal for her, how many people are in jail right now? For, can we just get them out yeah. and start getting them to contribute to society? Yeah. It's I mean,
1: fucking we're, we're ridiculous. we paying taxes on that. Yes. And kind of going back, to, going back to the whole legalized marijuana thing. So you can go to a vape shop and buy. And I knew it used to be just Delta 8, stuff like that. Now they have stuff that they claim is more powerful than THC itself. That mm-hmm. I can go and buy at a vape shop. But I can't buy the real thing. There's no way in hell that you can tell me that's healthier for you. Something that's chemically done to it. I think there's this stuff called THC-O or something like that that's mm-hmm. so apparently three times more potent than your your garden variety THC. I just don't understand it. What do you want me to do that? But I can't do something natural. You know? I It boggles my mind.
0: It really yes. does. It really does. And again, it's just inconsistent standards across the board. If you and I wanted to go down to Publix right now and buy 30 packs or 30 cartons of cigarettes and start chain smoking them, we're we're allowed to for whatever reason. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it got such a bad, unfair rep. It really did. So it's a shame, but it it is the law here in Georgia. So you got to, you got to, you got to, everyone's got to make your own choice.
1: Go around it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. It wasn't me. No, nope. no. Oh, Shaggy. <laughs> shaggy reference. Oh, so you've uh, you recently had a new addition to the family, right? I did. Not yeah. Your, not your you and Kayla, but
1: my yeah, my nephew Grayson. You know, that really cute kid, man. Born born last week. Uh, I love him, man. Uh, my my brother's first uh, kid. He's been wanting him one for a while, so it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, man. So you got you got my two young boys, and now we just. We just added another one, so pretty cool. They're That's gonna all they be go. around the same age group, so.
0: When I start having kids, I know I'm just gonna be firing off all girls. <laughs> <I hate. laughs>
1: as bad as they wanted a girl, I mean, they, I know, I know they love that little guy though, man. He's he's so cute, but yeah, welcome Grayson.
0: Abs- absolutely, I um, yeah, my whole thing was, I just wouldn't want one of all gender. I'd I'd want some diversification. Oh, absolutely. Though. I want boys and girls. You're not gonna love them any differently or less, but almost for the parent's sake, you feel like you need to have another. Oh yeah. Teammate in there. Oh you know, yeah. To get the hot tag in. I'm three for three
1: on boys. You know, I always wanted that girl, but you know, it's not looking like it's going to happen for me, but yeah. you know, that's why I got family members that got girls. So that, that that's all good.
0: Yeah. You, you think you're a, uh gonna have any more kids or
1: now if you if you ask me I, I say no if uh if my wife was sitting next to me i'd probably be talking to you different so if you don't want to tune into this episode kayla you don't have to so
0: i'll shoot her a text
1: so we'll, we'll say it's a coin flip right now nick i want a little time here i don't want three kids in daycares you want to talk about paying a second mortgage it's yeah. more than my mortgage man to have two kids in daycare it's worse than my mortgage so at least let's let memphis get into grade school then maybe we can have that conversation but i'm pretty content right now i mean my, my house is pretty much destroyed all the time because of it so yeah. i'm not sure if i'm ready for the next one
0: yeah and that's one thing i was talking to a co-worker about yesterday is daycare and child care is so expensive but if you believe in the saying you get what you pay for you do. doesn't it have to be shouldn't shouldn't it yeah. need to be yeah and teachers are and anyone who works in child care for the most part are criminally underpaid as well
1: absolutely absolutely
0: it's ridiculous we um, need to we need to start getting money out of the pockets of these Crooked politicians and into first responders yeah. and teachers.
1: Oh yeah, and, and whoever's watching my, my two little ones, they, they deserve to get paid a lot. Trust me, I mean it's it's a fun time, but it's a crazy time too. I got a one and a three year old. I mean, yep. and that and that three year old Memphis, he's all over the place, and he's too smart for his own good. So yeah, that's that's another problem there.
0: He's a very smart yeah, child. Yeah, so
1: that, yeah. That, that probably came from the wife, so, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, most likely. May, may, maybe the wittiness for me, but de-
0: definitely got the, you know, he's well, super smart. I'd say wittiness probably comes from Uncle Nick, but, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I actually um, need to shoot Zach and Mariah texts. I think I'm going to try and get up there Saturday Cool. and visit the little guy. And I was giving them some time just because I know they're probably getting a flurry of people wanting to go visit him.
1: Because, you know, it sucks right now. Again, with COVID, you can't have visitation still in the hospital. You're allowed to have that one support person, which is just hard. This is their first kid, you know. Mm -hmm. My mom, I would have loved to have been there You know, during that whole period. Um, You know, you got the whole Zoom video thing. It's pretty cool. But... It's different when you're out in that waiting room and you come out and, you know, you know, you don't bring the kid out, but just basically introduce what happened. He's here going, being able to go back there and get some of that first contact with them. But I understand why they do it again. Another, you know, just we're struggling with that. And I do feel feel like it's a smart move, but it's tough. It is tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough and it's unfortunate. God, those were probably the people I was. Aside from people who were actually physically affected by coronavirus. I was devastated for high school seniors, yeah. Um, yeah. New, new parents, yeah. and people who were getting married. It was
1: God tough time, man.
0: It was it was awful. Yeah,
1: it, it especially when know when we didn't know what it was. Yes, I mean my, my son was like patient zero in Georgia. I mean he was mm-hmm. one of the first kids to get tested for coronavirus. I remember that at the time, you know. He's one year old. We we're, I mean, I was scared shitless, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they came out. Uh, they, we had to go up to Scottish right. They came out looking like Breaking Bad and full hazmat suit, mm-hmm. man, picking them up with, with, with machine to carry him in there. I mean, it, it, it was scary, Nick. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this was, this was in March, so we knew nothing about it. We, we, all we were hearing was like it was really gonna make little kids sick, this and that, you know, whatever that you. And thank God he ended up being okay, but I mm-hmm. mean, it, it, it was tough, man. And ever since then, we've had a few battles with it, so. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing that's you know completely crippled us. Um, again, I'm, I'm glad where we are as a country. We're out there. We're doing things again. We, we take our own risks. We're adults. Let us make that decision. I mm-hmm. love that. I'm not going to guard my kids from everything. They go to daycare. I mean, it's a petri dish. I know the risks involved, but they're also bu- building an immunity. They got to do mm-hmm. it sometime. You know, yes. I'm not going to shield them from the world.
0: Yes, that's the balance every parent has to struggle yes. with. Is you want you always want your kids to have a better life than you did. Yes. But you can be too sheltered and too protected and you've got to let them fall down so they can learn how to get back up.
1: And we were finding out just being cooped up in the house like that. I mean, we're actually breaking our immune system down, you know? Yes. We're, we're, we're in the house for 20 days straight and that's not good for
0: anybody. No, or and, my tan. So I mean,
1: I just—I like, know, yeah,
0: I know. You don't have these Italian genetics like me, to where you can just absorb the sun. <laughs> some of them. My mom's half Italian. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask. I felt like you actually were. What's yeah. like your main heritage? Oh, I'm heritage a, I'm, I'm a mutt through
1: and through. So my dad, uh, obviously, the last name House, probably German. If yeah. I had to take a guess. So, um, my mom is like 50% Italian. So my my grandmother was full blooded Italian. So pretty cool. That's awesome. Actually, pretty cool. So I do have some in me. I do get the olive skin in the summer, mm-hmm. but you know, um, yeah. So. A little bit of everything. I think Irish, too, if I had to take a guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to do like some Ancestry.com probably to really mm-hmm. give you a, a legit answer sure. on that maybe next time. So. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. We can uh, try and hire <laughs> but if I had uh, somebody guess, to like, come
1: in. and <laughs> Like four or five things me at least.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. I think Italy is probably my number one place I want it's to travel to. It's on my bucket to. list, man. It's on my bucket list. Where's is that your top, or where's your top travel destination?
1: Ah, so so Greece is up there. My wife really wants to go up there, and from what she showed me, looks beautiful. Um, definitely Italy. Um, maybe I stopped by Amsterdam. I'm not sure, but yeah. you know, places like that. Um, I've seen a lot, but I've never been over to Europe. So just really getting over to Europe, man, and getting to see as much as I can. Again, hard to do with the kids I have, but maybe mm-hmm. down the road.
0: We we may actually, we may be going to Paris this year, us. It, it would be the Eiffel Tower out in Vegas, but. Um,
1: <laughs> Vegas, baby.
0: Dude, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm getting I'm excited. excited for that yeah. trip.
1: So. I haven't been in a while, man. I think 26 was the last time I went. So, yeah, it has
0: been a while for me. I really want to go. You're going to love it. I want to, I want to experience a lot of the shows. Yeah,
1: I, I'm, I'm down for it all, man. I, I, I try to get, you know, a la carte out there, get a little bit of everything. And it's worth it, man.
0: Is there anything you're like most intrigued by doing out there? And it could be something you've done before or haven't done. What do you want to do? What would be on the top of your to-do list when we're out there?
1: I mean, honestly, it depends on where the alcohol and whatever else enters <laughs> my body. Takes Everywhere. Me. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, I, again, a little bit of everything. Now I will do, a, I will do a certain amount of gambling. It's just something you got to do out there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm smart. Now I wasn't smart when I was younger. I'll bring like a ca- cash for that. Like I'm bringing <laughs> straight cash. Maybe I'll bring $500,000 just to do on that. And then that, that's it. That's done. When I run out of money, mm-hmm. I'm done. But I'm just like you, maybe a different type of show. Um, I've seen Circus Olay out there. I've seen a that couple other good. ones. Again, I was uh, under the influence of many different things. So don't remember a whole lot. I was young, Nick. I was young. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Um, so for me, just going to being able to experience it with my some different friends this time. Yes. Man. Uh, my wife's never been, um, mm-hmm. have you ever been?
0: I, flew in there, and okay. that was just because where we were going in Arizona, the Vegas airport was actually closer. Okay. So I flew in there just to leave. 15 I mean, minutes I've spent in Vegas.
1: And I just kind of want to make that decision as a group. I mean, we got we got a great circle of friends here. I know mm-hmm. we're going to have a blast no matter what we do. Yeah. You know, hanging out of the pool during the day, obviously. But, I mean, don't wake me up early, man. I'm going to have my kids. No. I'm, I'm sleeping in, man. Oh, same and I, here. And I'm a night owl. So, I mean, just, you know, whatever, man. Whatever it brings us. But def- I'm definitely down for the shows, man. If Always. I had to
0: guess my... Morning is going to start with a beautiful, elegant vomit session. Just getting the demons out. Just very poetic. I'll probably make my way to the nearest buffet line, stuff my face, exercise more demons, get them out, take a nap, go to the go to the pool. yo oh, yeah. Start hammering. Yep. And um, rinse and repeat. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I want to. I've heard dining out there is fantastic. It is. So I would love to do a fairly nice dinner yeah. with the crew. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would um, love to do it. And
1: anything. I and and, and I'm going to save up for it. There's, there's no point in going out there if you're not going to experience it. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to be standing on the strip looking at everything. I'm mm-hmm. I'm participating because it's just not something I. I don't know how much more I'm going to be able to experience it with in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Where I'm yeah. actually young enough to be able to handle some of the stuff I'm going to do. You know, because I don't handle alcohol. I did like I did 10 years no. ago. So we just none of us do. So you know. Definitely a, a certain amount of pacing there, you know, being properly, getting my proper nutrition, yeah, yeah, hydration throughout the night always helps, you know, and if I need a little something on the side to help me too, I'll do that, but, yeah. you know, no, it's going to be awesome, man.
0: I'm, I'm super excited. I really am. Yeah, I'm really excited to experience that. I want to just do a lot of the pool action. I want to see some shows, and I want to gamble. I enjoy yeah. playing Texas Hold'em. That's probably... Plus, they bring you free drinks, man. That's, that's yes. all, Yeah, that's always a... Plus, Now, I know you do a lot of stock trading. Yes. Do you feel that would help, not necessarily give you an edge, but be more prepared with gambling? Because a lot of gambling and stock trading, the way you do it, and just betting in general? Yes. There's no such thing as a sure thing, but you can really make sure the odds are in your favor. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so, Nick, yeah, just having the mentality of a risk manager, yes, I do believe it will help me. And again, being smarter now with, you know, having my limits. Like right now with the stock market, I'm sitting on my hands, man. The stock market's too up and down for me. I'm not doing a lot of, of long term trading. Right now, we need to protect our money. I don't know what's going on. You have inflation, you have consumer price index that's just out of control every month it comes out. Not sure what's going on with the housing market, just the economy overall interest rates are skyrocketing. So I'm kind of sitting on my hands taking small shots right now. So absolutely, I've kind of programmed my brain because when I first started trading, man we're natural gambler, gamblers guys yes. men are natural gamblers yes. i got shredded the first 3 months i was in the market i stepped back i wrote down some rules i read them every morning and yes i've kind of programmed my brain to be a risk manager and again i'm not like this card shark or anything like that i don't know all the probabilities on texas mm-hmm. holdem things like that i know a certain amount of it and yes i'm going to pick my shots i'm going to know you know i'm going to know when to fold them so basically yes um i when you first start trading, you think you're better than the market. Nobody's better than the market. Somebody's always smarter than you. Somebody's always got more money than you. So Mm -hmm. get out when you can manage your risk. And no, I I definitely think it'll help me a little bit. Not that I think I'm going to come home rich. I'll probably still lose that $500. Yes. It might last a lot longer. I'll have a lot more fun with it because that's what it's about, man. Having fun. Thinking you're a big baller for a minute, you know, and then I like shooting craps, man. That mm-hmm. just seems to be, I, I, I promise you, I don't know every rule to craps either, but it's just, I, I just get that feeling, man. You know, you got the surrounding table, you're throwing the dice. It's, you know, it, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That's such an interesting game. It feels like there's so much going on. It's a dice game primarily, right? Yeah. Is there anything more to it than rolling um, dice, th- 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 to there, your understanding? Th- th- there is, but by the time I get on that board, my, my mind's
1: not really focusing on that anyway. Mm-hmm. I just wait for the cheers of the silence, right? So I know yeah. if I can keep going. But um, it's just, I mean, Vegas is just, it's awesome, man. The lights just is something different. Um, hopefully it, you know, they've come back to, I know they were kind of struggling again there with coronavirus doing some special things. Hopefully they're back to full force. Because remember, we were supposed to go a couple of years ago and we yes. kinda made the decision like if we're gonna do this thing, let's do it mm-hmm. right. Let, let let's do it when it's as close to what it was before.
0: Yeah. And then we end, yep. And then we ended up just uh going and taking a trip to Asheville. Yeah, so we ended up doing that Asheville trip instead, which I, I loved it, but it was hindsight's always twenty twenty. It was still early on in the pandemic, so we couldn't really get the full experience of Asheville in my opinion.
1: And it, and it was short but i mean what we did it, it was awesome i mean just starting with where we stayed i mean that was mm-hmm.
0: incredible i mean gorgeous
1: i i, I could have I honestly just hung out there all day do you remember that drive going to it though yes i mean that was crazy wild that was not there was just so many hairpin turns i mean it was nuts man it was cool though i mean it, it, it was beautiful up
0: there um, it was gorgeous would love to go back my cousin moved there so. really yeah him and his girlfriend have an apartment. They're both doing physical therapy. They're physical therapists. They're not, yeah. they're not moving down to Asheville to just do physical therapy. <laughs> they're physical therapists. But yeah, I want to get back there. No, what a scene especially around this time. of Yeah. Year.
1: Anytime in the fall. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, we went to wicked weed. That that was awesome. Um, I know you really like the hot cocoa. I mean, yeah. that that got me into Stouts and Porters. This is one of the first ones I'd mm-hmm. ever tried. I was like, this is delicious, man. Mm-hmm. Where have I been? I've been drinking IPAs, you know, the last six years. But, I mean, it was, it was awesome, man. It was. I wish we could have hit a little bit more, though.
0: Yes. Honestly. Yes. I heard the Sierra Nevada brewery out there is just, even if you don't like their beer or beer in general, I've heard just how state-of-the-art it is designed really? is worth it on its own. Okay. Yes. Apparently, what I heard through... Like Urban Legend was that their owners just signed off on make it as nice as possible and then just tell us what the number comes out to. We'll that's, we'll we'll fill out the chat. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. I I mean I I
1: love the brewery scene right now. I mean, just mm-hmm. any of these places. And again, like you said, I don't even really necessarily have to be into all the beers. It's just a cool scene, man. You got cornhole, um, you got the uh the, the brewery uh Red Top Brewery up next to my house. What a gorgeous Super brewery. Cool. Especially when they open up. The, they have those garage doors on the top floor. Yes. They'll open those wide open. I mean, it, it, just a cool scene, man. Uh, you know, Digital taps, so you don't have to wait on anybody. You just go up there, self-serve. Usually got like 15 beers on tap. Super cool, man. Super cool scene
0: yes. down there. And I was just telling you that I went out to Reformation last night yeah. with this one girl. And we did the one in Canton yesterday. And we did Woodstock and I love how each brewery has its own little vibe. Absolutely. Uh, especially like Reformation in particular. It had a different vibe in the camp one than it did in Woodstock.
1: Yeah. And same thing going back to these, you know, smaller su- suburban downtowns. I mean, they're getting filled up with brewer- breweries. The open container login, it just works, you know. And then you're going to work yourself into a nice meal after that. You've been drinking beers all day. It's yes. eventually going to lead into a good meal. Why not use that, man? Why then-
0: not? Like you said, not only does the square have the food hall, but you've also got so many good restaurants on the square. Same with the food at Red Top was really good. Yeah.
1: No, it, it is. It's incredible. And uh, in Marietta, you got the summer concert series. I mean, that, that's awesome, man. To go down there and experience a free concert, you know, yes. cover band, whatever the case may be. It's a good time. It's a good time. You don't have to spend an arm and leg to do it. You can bring out your own cooler. I mean, make a night of it. It's awesome.
0: That That's what I love is if you, you can bring out your own food and yeah. your own beer and then if you pay that seven bucks parking, you can see a really good local or cover band. Absolutely,
1: and you're drinking a beer. It sounds just like the real band, so you know. I'm just yeah,
0: I mean, it's yeah. well. oh my
1: god, that's Metallica up there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I the last concert series for the summer is coming up next Friday, so I want to try and get some people out there. We'll see, but the fair's also in town. yeah. Yep. So I want to try and go see Low Cash this Saturday at the fair. Okay. Or possibly Corey Smith next Thursday. Nice. I love. It. I love. Fall. I hate. I think summer is probably my favorite season. Is it? Yeah. I, it well, do, we have the most going on. I just. It, <sighs> it just comes down to I love water so much. Yeah. And I also. Don't.
1: Well, I will say if it is if I'm outside in the summer, I am in the water definitely. Yes. Whether it be the lake or the beach, I I I try to stay in the water.
0: I also don't hate seeing pretty women in bathing suits.
1: No. Nope. Nope. No. De- de- definitely definitely the best sightseeing yes. time of the year. Yes. So.
0: <laughs> That's where the humidity pays
1: off. I think I like fall too because I don't have to worry about the weight so much. So, you know, yes. I can pack it on and really have to worry about
0: it. But fall is nice too because I love bonfires. Yep. it. I'm a big porter and stout drinker and I yep. will drink them year round. Seasonality. But yeah, it It goes so much better with the fall weather.
1: I tend to like the comfort food you get when it comes around. Not that I don't love grilling out there too, Mm -hmm. but you know, after grilling all season, I'm I'm ready for some of those chilies, pot roast, things like that, Mm -hmm. meatloaf. Soups. Yeah, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. just, man, watching football, man, that's really, it comes down to sports for me. I like baseball. I'm not the type that's going to watch nine innings of a just a baseball game that doesn't matter. Well, where I will turn, tune into some Monday night football. It doesn't matter what team it is mm-hmm. or America's game of the week. You know, I don't have to. It doesn't have to be a Falcons uh, game for me. Mm-hmm. It could just be two good teams. I'm never going to watch just probably two good teams in baseball. It's just not me. I mean, it, it's hard to keep my attention for nine innings. Not really my sport. Now, the back end of things, I love going to see games. I love it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stadium we got over there. Again, the battery, incredible.
0: Such a cool setup. And I hope more stadiums go that way just because whether it's Olympics or just stadiums in general, there's a not great history of what it evolves into after the team leaves. It usually turns into a crime area and it's not great. But now that you're starting to connect stores and apartments to these state. I mm-hmm. mean, we're we're not talking on the outskirts It is all one thing. You Absolutely. have restaurants built in. Yeah. No, I
1: mean, it is. It's just an incredible scene. Braves game are not just going down there. I mean, having all of that entertainment right there. I mean, they have everything from bars to eateries to escape rooms. I mean, everything. There's it, mm-hmm. just everything down there. It, 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 it's awesome. I'm, I'm glad it's
0: right down the road. Yeah, it's wild to think that you could go to a baseball game for a few innings, pop out, Stay on property, go do some nice shopping, yeah. grab a nice meal, and then go back to finish the game. Absolutely. And then go in the same area, do bowling, do mechanical bull riding, yep. uh, s- s- go to a piano bar.
1: It's- no, I mean, they, they they hit the nail on the head with that, man. I mean, if, if I was single again, I'd probably want to live in that area.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: So so much to do. You're right there at the Cloverleaf. You can get to Atlanta quick time. You can get back up here to Marietta to see the family quick mm-hmm. time. It's just, it just seems like it's in the center of everything, man. Just around like where where my folks live around the um state. So
0: yeah, I I love it. I love it. Oh man, yeah, I am super ready for this fall weather, and that's probably one of the biggest things for me is football. I love watching football, yeah. and I'm glad it's in the fall and winter because I feel I would have to pick and choose almost between, oh, do I want to enjoy this beautiful summer day by the water or watch football? Yep, yep. And I'd probably go football more often. <laughs> not, honestly. Uh, no, like- it,
1: it is. And, and I'm, I'm glad it's like, you know. Again, baseball being like the least of what I watch, I don't really have to worry about what's going on in the mm-hmm. summer. And, you know, my TV gets watched a lot less. I'm not really huge into shows or anything like that. I, I spend most of my time when I'm watching TV live sports. So yeah. that's that's just who I am. So, you know, and that's a good thing because, you know, you want to be out there doing stuff during the summer. So yes. I, I, I do enjoy that about it.
0: Yeah. And especially with you being a parent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I guess you don't have to worry about it so much because the kids are in daycare right now. So it's not like they're in traditional schools where they'll be out yes that's another
1: reason i like summer because you know my wife's a teacher so we don't have Mm -hmm. to pay daycare so (laughs) that's that saves us a little coin there
0: yeah that's that's awesome how's how's she liking teaching she loves it man
1: she loves it so i mean she i mean she's got a master's degree she go out there and basically do anything in chemistry Mm -hmm. and the schedule works you know she gets summers off i think they got fall break next week they get the two three weeks off during the winter i mean it works when you have kids she's off at four o'clock every day man um you know, same thing with me. I mean, I used to work with Publix. Now I'm off at six o'clock, seven o'clock every day. So I'm at least I'm at home every night with my family. So I am still on the retail side of things, but I, it's a much more manageable
0: schedule. It's a different type of retail. It is. It is. It's a different type of retail. It is and definitely. Publix was just. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I still have part of my soul, Nick. So yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll, they,
1: never, I'll never get that back. I'll never. Very lucky.
0: That. They kind of started to dominate the southeastern yeah. market because some of the way they're doing things it does not seem conducive to growth
1: it, it, it's not and you know I, lo- I loved it when I was an associate but as soon as soon as you get into management or position leading the management and you sign on that dotted line man I'm telling you you, you give a piece of yourself away yeah. um you know nobody wants to go in at noon and get back to the house at 1 a.m. it's just it's it's not good for a family a growing family it felt
0: me. like there was no incentive for you to be a good manager because you kept getting put in the toughest yeah. stores oh, yeah. the farthest away from Absolutely. your house and family
1: how and many times do I have to be in South Atlanta? I mean, for God's sakes, guys, I live in Kennesaw, Georgia, and you got me going down there. Yeah. Crazy. I'm passing 60 stores to get down there. Yeah. You know, to deal with that and then come back every day. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll start showing up late, so maybe I have a shot at white Green. <laughs>
1: I can't make it there on time. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was rough, man. They, they, they really beat me up that last few years. Just being on Cascade Road down in the airport, uh, just a rough scene over there overall. And not that I didn't love the stores. I, I mean, I love the customers down there, love the associates. But, you know, you just you, I just woke up one day and I was like, I got to make a decision here, man. I, I, I got a kid that I have, you know, Jay was probably 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. I got part-time custody of him. I just wasn't seeing him, man. I I, I tended to be working that whole weekend when I was getting, him. I was like, enough's enough. I'm, I'm done with it. You know, yeah. I'll go do something else.
0: Yeah. I was talking to Anna's sister at Chris's birthday and she was talking about how she's stepping down from management yeah. and going to. And yeah, it's it's crazy. And there were points early on. I'm not sure if it's the same way where hourly associates were making more than managers. And yeah, absolutely. Having way less stress put yeah. on their plate. And when hourly I'm not saying they don't deserve to make a lot. But when your hourly associates are making more than you. Yeah. You have a bad business model, in my opinion, Absolutely. especially if it's not based on tips. Absolutely, like it's not a bar or a restaurant where you make yeah. tips, and you can kind of understand it's how it's structured. And it's like, oh hey, I get to work ten more hours a week and take a pay cut, and
1: and deal with all the bullshit. That's really yeah. what it
0: is, man. I mean,
1: it's just like I just weighed it up on a scale, and it's just like, okay, there's there's more there's more cons than pros. So I mean, it, it, it's time for a change. That's mm-hmm. you know
0: that that's basically how I thought of it. Yeah, that's one thing I would love to give to young people who are coming up in just any workforce is find a job that makes you, that you enjoy doing, that you like going to. You don't want to be negligent about the money. You don't want to make stuff to where you can't make the bills meet. Yeah. Make ends meet. But... What what price are you giving up? yes.
1: I can never get that time back. You know, yes. when he when he was young and it's been such a difference with my, you know, with Logan and Memphis, just being able to see them, you know, actually grow up every day, not missing the first steps, not missing the first, you know, first words, things like that. It's, it's just been a game changer. And it reflects in my attitude and just just the general way I look at life. I was pretty bitter when I was. at. Popis yes. A
0: lot of that's time, another so. thing is you leave the store pissed off, upset yeah. um, because you feel like you needed 20 more hours to accomplish what you were. Yeah. Really- Needed to get done. It
1: starts translating
0: at home. That's that's, yes. that's the worst yes.
1: part. Like I I should never throw this on my wife or my kids, you know? Yes. That situation I put myself in what Publix put me in, you know?
0: So I'm happy our crew started to work its way out of Publix. Very, yeah. Very grateful for what it did for us <laughs> yeah. for the time, but man, it was uh yeah. If you're looking for a new company, just make sure that uh, not only their culture aligns with yours, but yours aligns with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Find, find something that makes you happy. Well, Josh, man, I appreciate you uh, coming over and being my first repeat guest. Absolutely. Guest.
1: Thanks for having me, man. No. Anytime.
0: And I told you the first time we did this, I started off where I like to end each episode with a quote. And I did that. But then I thought and reminded myself, I want this podcast to be about the guest as much as possible. So I give them the option if they're comfortable enough to bring a quote. And you said, take it. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla Kayla sat you down and you did the homework (laughs) I
1: did I did Nick so this is coming from you know one of my favorite people in the world we're going back to coach K here yeah I I thought about you Nick I really did yours was a good runner-up but you know (laughs) hey coach K thank you for 42 years by the way on a side note but uh one of his famous quotes if what you did yesterday still looks big today you haven't done much today and I just kind of live by that, man. You know, never, never being stagnant in what I do. Always, you know, keeping my goals up. Always trying to better myself, day by day, man. Don't live in the past. Look to the future, man. What positive change can I make today? Mm. So I mean, mm. it really hits home with me. And I know you live life like that too, yeah. Nick. You're not, you're not content. You're always looking for something better. You, you, you want to do what you want to do. And I, mean, I love that about you,
0: man. I do. Yeah. And there's a saying in boxing, I believe, and it translates across all facets of light and they talk about how when you're the champion how hard it is because it's much harder to get up in, you know silk sheets than it is when you're sleeping on a bed of thumbtacks you absolutely know? and you also hear like hungry dogs run faster stuff like that yeah. you know and it just talks about that's what i love most about very successful people is they keep finding ways to motivate and get up and when you see someone like The Rock or a Kevin Hart or a Dave Chappelle or a Joe Rogan, Jocko Willink, anyone, Coach K, you could have taken your foot off the pedal yep. decades ago yep. and had a very, very well lived life. You were you were financially set up. Your your grandkids' grandkids could have been set up for quite some yeah, absolutely.
1: time. Absolutely.
0: And you're 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 just trying to put that pedal through the floor still. It's not okay that it's met the floorboard. You want to figure out how to get it through and Absolutely. just become the Flintstones right? you're just
1: <laughs>
0: so it helps me wake up in the morning, man. It really does. Yeah. You know? That's very similar to a quote my buddy Cody had on my last episode from one of the more recent or former Mr. Olympians, and it was something to the extent of if you don't if you look in the mirror and you don't see the perfect version of yourself you better see the hardest working version of yourself. Nice. I love so it. that's very similar. Yeah. Well, Josh, thank you so much. And thank you to all my, uh, dudes and dudettes listening out there. We love you.
1: It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you again.
0: Thanks guys.